When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been a devastating and unprecedented wildfire season so far this year in Canada. So much so that many U.S. cities from New York to Chicago have been blanketed in drifting smoke and haze for days on end. On top of poor visibility, air quality also plummeted during these periods, forcing millions of Americans to shelter indoors. Over the last few months, close to 32 million acres across Canada have burned. This equates to a destruction zone that's larger than the state of Pennsylvania, and the intensity and reach of these fires is highly irregular for our northern neighbor. In past years, you've probably heard about the wildfires hitting California and other western states throughout summer and fall, but the expanding geography of wildfire hotspots has experts worry about where they may spread to next, especially as climate change intensifies and weather patterns become more unpredictable. Imagine that all of a sudden the Midwest is having a multi-year drought and you get one of those big wind events sweeping across the plains. I used to live in Illinois, so I know what that's like. And it could carry a fire very, very quickly. In fact, a lot of housing damage or lost structures occur in grassland areas, not necessarily in forests. That's Dr. Adrienne Edwards, a botanist and co-author of the new book, Firescaping Your Home, a manual for readiness in wildfire country. Edwards lives in California and is all too familiar with the dangers of encroaching wildfires. She takes us back to early November of 2018 when a massive wildfire hit Northern California, killing 85 people and destroying almost 19,000 homes. This is a time when we normally should have been receiving some winter rains, the winds should have been calmer, but in an unusual juxtaposition of events, we had very, very strong winds and we were already in drought conditions, hadn't seen any rain for almost a full year. And so super strong winds swooped up through these deep canyons and it's like the air becomes funneled and speeds up and raced up the hills. And the ignition, of course, came from power lines. And so power lines, as with much of our infrastructure, tend to be aging. And when they age, they start to fail. And this was ignited by failed power lines that then started the sparks, and then there was nothing to stop it. And this aging electrical infrastructure coupled with a dry environment isn't just a problem in California. She points out how many towns and cities face the same risks, and yet they're completely unprepared. There are other communities, not just in the West, in hills around the country where escape routes for that kind of disaster are not well thought out. And so a lot of people were stalled on highways under terrifying conditions with flaming trees falling and cars exploding and propane tanks exploding. It's hard to put into words how scary it was. And there are people still trying to recover from the shock and trauma of that event. 
Even today, almost five years later, people are still rebuilding from the destruction in California. Edwards also highlights how many newer homes are being built to better withstand these flames. In a nutshell, your house needs to not have any nook or cranny or pile of debris or roofing or wall or window material that can easily ignite. And if you don't have fuels up next to the house, it also won't easily ignite. So, as these disasters become all too common, it's important to keep these tips in mind even if you don't live in a traditionally high-risk state. Edwards offers up this piece of advice for Americans residing in regions under growing threat. If you live in what's called the wildland-urban interface, and that's where communities are either adjacent to wilder areas or intermixed into wilder areas, those are the most vulnerable to escaping into housing areas. And you really have to manage those communities at the house-by-house house level and the neighborhood level. You need to be able to know what to do in that sort of fire emergency. You need to know that, for example, the first five feet adjacent to your structure really should have no combustible materials whatsoever. You can't allow debris to collect in your gutters or on your roof. You can't allow spider webs and leaves to eddy around into a little tinder pile next to your house. If you zoom out further, it's also important to be cognizant of the 5 to 30 feet perimeter around your home. Clear any branches and make sure that any plants or flowers are also well watered so they don't ignite quickly. Edwards also says that landscaping can play a big role in fueling wildfires. Unfortunately, that picturesque large green lawn isn't doing you any favors. There's a famous quote from Richard Halsey in the Chaparral Institute, where he says, if you're going to just create a lawn 100 feet away from your home, you're basically making a bowling alley for embers. And embers are the number one way that houses burn. That's how wildfire ignitions occur, and that is from the flying embers. And even worse, these lawns are unsustainable in many fire-prone areas where water scarcity is a very real problem. If you're looking for how to fireproof your property and create a habitat that supports the surrounding ecosystem, Edwards recommends reaching out to your local government or even doing a quick Google search. Every region is unique and will have different solutions based on the climate, landscape, and fire risk. Above all else, it's important to keep in mind that a house or business can be rebuilt, but a person can't be brought back. That's why the most important step is to create an emergency evacuation plan and share it with your loved ones. You should have a go bag ready, just like you would have a go bag ready if you needed to leave for any other storm event, hurricane, tornado, earthquake. It should include what we call a wildfire action plan, which includes what you do with your house to get it ready to leave, what your packing lists are, your evacuation plans and contact numbers. And you need that on paper because often in these sorts of emergencies, you will have no cell phone service and you may not even have power to recharge your phone. So you really need to think through having a wildfire action plan or an emergency action plan at the ready, near your door, and even taking into account if you have pets, you've got to have provisions and make preparations to be able to evacuate those as well.
At the end of the day, it's always good to be over-prepared. Natural disasters can strike at any time, and a changing climate makes these events even more unpredictable. To find out more about this topic and our guest, Adrian Edwards, head to viewpointsradio.org. Also check out Edwards' book, Firescaping Your Home, a manual for readiness in wildfire country, available online and in select bookstores. For more behind-the-scenes, search Viewpoints Radio on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This segment was written by our executive producer, Amira Zaveri. Our studio manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Gary Price. Coming up on Viewpoints. That was a weird decision to drink an animal's milk. Ever think about who was the first person to drink a glass of cow's milk? We take a look at the many firsts in history. Then... We're moving away from kind of mainstream news to partisan news. You know, the internet is becoming less and less reliable than it was even a few years ago. New technology is aiding in the rise of conspiracy theories and misinformation. How do we navigate this new media landscape? I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. That's Viewpoints for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more about upcoming shows and find a library of past programs on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and more information about our guests at viewpointsradio.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Viewpoints. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.